0: And we're back, dude. Episode 28 of A Cynical Optimist, dude, voted the number one podcast for coffee drinkers whose urine also smells like piss, dude, a.k.a. your boy. Oh, man, it's good to be back another week, another ep. Um, dude, the, the thing about I'll, I'll tell you what happened right now, dude. I, I was recording. I thought I was recording Apparently, the app felt a lot different, decided to kick me off. Now, was I going for about a solid 10 minutes of, of talking before I, re- I decided to check? Yes. And now I look at it, and I'm like, great, now I got to kind of redo that magic that I already did before. Is it magic? Not really, because what? We got 10 people listening, but I appreciate you. I appreciate all 10 of you. Don't even trip. But um, what I was talking about before I had to, to check out was, uh, dude. Like I'm, I, I am one of the the people whose whose piss needs to smell like coffee they drink, dude. It needs to. I, that's how I know I got a great cup of coffee. Is if when I go to the restroom after I finished, you know, drinking my coffee, and my piss smells like a hundred percent arabica beans from the fields of Colombia, then I know I had a good cup. Now is that how you say the word Arabica? I'm not too sure. I nobody's ever checked me on that, you know? And because I don't think they know themselves. It's always good when there's a word you you think you are saying it right, and then somebody comes in and's like, oh, actually it's it's like this. It's like, okay, cool. Like, thank you for that. So now I can actually say it properly. But and I know I'm on the previous pods always like talk about like coffee snobs and all that. And I'm not a coffee snob nor am i a connoisseur it's a strictly it's strictly a uh a use of relationship like it you know if somebody brings me another great cup of coffee from another business i'll start going there i'll be like that's where i'm gonna get my coffee from now on no matter what it's just that what i prefer and what i like starbucks tends to have it And Starbucks, as the the corporate people that they are, make it so damn convenient for me. Of course I'm going to go there and get the cup of coffee from them, dude. If I need it at 6 a.m. and I need a cold coffee, I'm going to get it from them because it's so damn convenient, dude and i i mean but it wasn't always that way man like you know your boy started off hot coffee i've been drinking you know coffee at least every day for the past 10 years i hope a doctor's listening and says well that's good because a cup of coffee a day help save your life or whatever you know shit they put out every month like smelling flowers gives you 10 extra days on your life like i don't know some shit and then like a month later like actually the pollen that you smell from flowers can cause cancer and it's like okay fucking cool dude like thanks but anyways um dude yeah i was drinking hot coffee for so long that was my shit i was like i'll drink this forever and i did but I had to switch it up one because it was kind of messing with my stomach a little bit and two for some reason dude when I drink hot coffee and I have to move around or do something it feels like it's sloshing in my stomach and I feel that like I would try to drink hot coffee and go skate and for some reason dude it would just maybe because it was actually like, hot still in my stomach I don't know where it goes I say something but I don't think that's the actual place it goes but anyways it would like, I would just feel like shit drinking hot coffee and moving an inch. So I switched it up to hot coffee, uh, sorry, cold coffee. And I remember I would go to McDonald's because <laughs> that's where I was getting my hot coffee from. I was like, fuck it, let me try their iced coffee. And uh, yeah, you know, you ask for like a large iced coffee, they give you co- iced coffee in a large cup with cream and sugar, I'm assuming, I don't know. I mean it would be like milky anyways but and so finally i was like well let me let me try starbucks everybody says i mean obviously they're the coffee fucking people of the of the world so let me go over there dude i felt like an idiot because um like they have their sizes there but if you've never been you're kind of like how do i it's like hieroglyphics to you you're like it's so much like you you only become a, a kind of a coffee connoisseur if you're with them for a long time because I get there, and it's hieroglyphics, dude. I'm seeing, like, giraffe dollar sign, fucking pound sign, and, like, an arrow pointing left. And I'm like, tall? but Like, how? And then, yeah, it says tall, grande, and venti. But then you see the ounces. Dude, don't get, like, stop. Stop pretending like people know what an ounce looks like. I only know, like, what a 12-ounce canned Coke looks like. Because uh, I'm a human and I've been alive, uh, you know, long enough to know that, that. But I don't know what that looks like in a plastic cup thing, you know. So, anyways, I get there. I go like, let me get a uh, a medium iced coffee because, you know, I was ordering from McDonald's. They go by small, medium, large, which everybody should. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. We've been doing small, medium, large since, since the beginning of a styrofoam cup. I don't know, and. They're like, well, you want that grande? And I'm like, oh, fuck, man, I didn't read that hieroglyphic, so let me check it out. I'm like, yeah, I'll take the airplane restroom signal for a guy, star sign, and then polka dot picture, you know, <laughs> as, as a size for my drink, please. And they're like, okay, cool. Uh, and I was like, iced coffee. They're like, great, pull around. So you know, I'm thinking, oh, okay, they're gonna have the the cream and the sugar in there, whatever. I get it. They just give it to me. Black, dude, black iced coffee, and of course, your boy doesn't speak up because he's uh, uh, insecure. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to cause a ruckus, you know. You know, my parents always said, never make shit inconvenient. Never, you know, just even if they put a fucking shoe in the middle of your burger, eat it, you know, eat that shoe and just. Be lucky you were able to eat a shoe, I don't know in between two buns, I guess, and so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna drink this. I mean, this is how they serve ice coffee. I didn't know you could just ask them to put stuff in there um you know, your boy just just graduated from McDonald's, so this is like I'm going to Harvard here, you know, and I just graduated from like a city college or transferred from a city college rather, and so I get it, and of course, it tastes like a melted tire, dude it's like Mm, this is good, and so for the I didn't even for the longest time like a month I didn't know, I just thought that they like that was their iced coffee. I didn't know you could ask them to put stuff in. So, dude, here I am just drinking iced melted tires. I'm like, mm-hmm, dude, so good. I love coffee. Uh, dude, yeah, this is what adults drink for sure, dude. You know, and you take your first sip of a beer, and you're like my dad likes to drink this with food why wouldn't he just grab a dr pepper this tastes like shit man and then you get older like oh man i can't wait to have a beer with my food and you realize like okay dad i see you now and uh so i kept drinking this ice cold tire dude it was you know and then finally i just asked him like hey can i can i put some sugar or something in there they're like yeah what do you want i was like what do you have they're like Oh fucking everything! And I was like, okay, the. Do you have something with vanilla or a creamer? They're like, yeah, we could do that, and of course it. You know, I was. They don't tell you that some of this shit is syrup. It's creamer. There's blah. There's blah. So granted, I was drinking a melted tire with cream. Like if you could just imagine a a sugar coated cream tire, if you will, and I was drinking that, and. And finally, you know, I, I got down to my to my perfect. Dude, I would do my old order was a a venti iced coffee with an espresso shot. Oh, man, I don't even remember it. With a, I mean that's when I was at my tip top tippity toe, and now I'm strict, your boy is strictly cold brewing, dude. Cold brew. Oh, dude, it's it's everything, and I remember. Uh, I would add a shot. to... I still add a shot to my cold brew, but. I guess when they first like started doing cold brew, they were like, are you sure, sir? This is 24 hours steep. And I was like, hey, hey, listen to me. Listen to me. You know, all of a sudden, I, I became like the dawn of coffee. Is like, shut your mouth, okay? And put that blonde shot in my cold brew. Thank you. Have a nice day. Move out of the way. And he's at the register. He can't really move anywhere. But I'm just telling him, just move out of the way, okay, kid? Take my water. And, you know, now that's where I'm at. And, um, but, it's dude, it sucks because it's like I, I love Starbucks, right? Because they are the ones that at the earliest can take my order of what I want. and um, But it sucks because, dude, if Starbucks was on like a baseball card, one of their stats would be like three out of ten drinks are going to be great, dude. Every time I go, I, I just know that like this is going to be my lucky day or this is going to be a shit day based off my coffee, but not on my actual day, but just based off my coffee. And it sucks so much, dude, because I'm like, like fuck yeah, I need this coffee. And sometimes it look, I, I'll ask. I don't want too much creamer or too much like sugar in my coffee anymore. OK, when in my 20s, I did that. I was a garbage pail of that. But now I don't want to because now I feel anything I put on my body now and so now I go there and I'm like let me get a little bit you know and again dude they make you talk their lingo you're not gonna you're not gonna say your own shit they're gonna make you say their shit right so if you want a little bit of creamer right you just can't say hey let me get a little bit right because they're gonna like I literally was in a in a in a language battle with this cashier, because I was like, yeah, just put a little bit of creamer in there. Well, how much would you like? Well, just a little bit. So you want a splash. And I don't want to say splash, dude, you know? 32, just turned 32. I don't want to say a splash of creamer. You know, so they're there, we're there. I'm like, let me get a little bit. They're like, well, sir, it's a splash. I was like, nah. Just give me a little bit, sir. I can't take your order if you don't tell me a splash. I'm not gonna say it, sir, just just say it, all right, let me get a little bit of when something hits water and creates a wave, so you'd like a splash, sir. I'm not going to say it. Come on, sir. Say splash. I'm not going to say it. Why don't you give me a scosh, but less than a skirmish, <laughs> a creeper? <laughs> so a splash, sir. Fine. fucking, give me a splash. Perfect, sir. We'll have that right out for you. And uh, man, and I and I, I do the order, whatever. Pull it to the window, and of course, I give them full money, the exact amount that I owe them, and they give me a coffee that says, "Ha ha, got you again." We put fucking more than a splash, and when that happens, uh, I see red, dude. That's all you hear is ee. A- in your my ears just ringing because i've lost it dude but what do i do i bury that shit down inside because my parents said never complain and just take what you have you lucky you got it and that's what i do and that's what i do i bury that feeling deep down inside and i drink that sugar coated hot like fucking burnt tire flavor dude but these are my problems in my head you know are there are they big issues no But you need to hear about them, dude, because I said so. (laughs) Oh, man, I could see my dog outside the window right now chasing a squirrel. I've become the cleanup guy for my dogs and the animals they chase in our yard, man. I mean, if you've, if you've listened to the pod before, you know that on a previous episode, I think it's episode 8, uh, Possum Mafia, <laughs> they uh, they killed a possum right in our yard, and, uh, you know, it was, dude, I haven't seen, uh, in that episode I talked about, I've never really seen a possum in real life, and the first time I've seen one is fucking dead, and, uh, so anyway, since then, dude, my dogs have killed a squirrel. And as of recently, as of, as of two days ago, they they killed a neighborhood cat. And that one's fucking more sad, right? Because it's like the cat was doing nothing but just living its life. And honestly, we had seen this cat um, in in our neighborhood like a bunch of times. I think it was... It, it goes to this little, like, hole in the fence. And for some reason, once the dogs are in at night, like, it knows the dogs come in at night. It, like, gets up in the trees. And there's been times where I'm in... It's in the morning. They're barking at the trees. I'm like, what are they barking at? And I look up, and there's the cat, dude. Just right there. Just chilling. I'm like, oh, man. So I put the... I, I'm assuming that when I put the dogs away, it, it'll run back into that little hole in the fence. I don't know where... If he belongs to anybody specifically. But, like... You know, I guess we we had left my dog Bowie out overnight because she just didn't want to come in, and um, in the morning I you know I get up I go get me and my wife Starbucks because of course, and I drive off right I don't think of anything. Well later I'm at work and I get a call. My wife's like, "Yeah, there's a dead cat." in the backyard i'm like no there isn't there's no way she's like yeah how did you not see it how did you not smell it i was like i don't know i just opened the gate and i and i I left like there's no way i could have she goes yeah it's just right there i'm like oh man okay you know i'll 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 take care of it because i'm the i'm the cleanup crew now dude they've commissioned me to be their cleanup crew you know i uh I'm at work, I get the call, you know, and I and I was like, all right, I'll be right there. You know, classic cleanup guy, slang. I'll be right there, I'll take care of it. Get home, dude, and I see it right there, just a hundred flies on it. Dead as dead can be, got the guts out. It's the worst fucking kill I've ever seen. And I'm like, fuck, man, okay, I got to start this. And if you've ever seen the movie Pulp Fiction... Then you know, oh, let me paint you a picture of how this went down. Okay, I got two dogs, Shame and Bowie. They are John Travolta's and Samuel L. Jackson's characters. My wife is Quentin Tarantino's character. The guy in the robe pissed before his wife gets home to see a dead body in their garage inside a car. Yes? Okay. And your boy is now known as AKA Winston Wolf. Dude, I'm the cleanup guy. I'm the cleaner. I take care of the issues. I take care of the problems. Like nothing. My wife calls me. I'm like, all right, I'll be right there. Show up. I'm like, what's the deal with this body? He's like, uh, you know, he was fucking with us. So we decided to finally take it out. Okay. Okay. And is it to my understanding that this body cannot be here when the wife gets home? My wife's like, yeah, absolutely. I don't want to be, I don't want to come home and see a dead cat lying in my yard. Okay. Well, you'll listen to everything I say and when I say it. So, let's get you cleaned up, you know, get you with some new food, new water, and go back in your kennels, huh? Okay, sure, fine. And then I go to work, dude. I find a place in the yard that would be perfect, that the dogs can't get to. I got to cover it with stones, you know, and make it the perfect hiding spot. Nobody can find it. Nobody will know it's even there. Let the rain come down mash up the mud and it's a solid grave right so there i am dude i see it it's got a hundred flies on it it's fucking disgusting it smells like bad and like you know the smell if you've ever been around like a dead animal i mean with roadkill not really because you're always just kind of like driving past it so you don't need to smell it or really see it but for a split second and um so there i am dude i got the shovel my trusty shovel that's picked up the possum the squirrel and now this cat you know i'm I'm, i've dug the hole got it ready and uh pick it up and of course dude it's going horrible trying to get a grip on this cat because it's like moving it's like it's it's dead but it's sloshing you know what i mean like in the ground and i finally get a good scoop on it gets on the shovel i have it picked up and then dude i throw it in its grave, start showering the dirt over it, you know, no prayer to it, because I didn't know what kind of religion it followed, or, you know, what, what it was, personal beliefs were, I just shower the dirt on it, put the two stones on it, and still cover that up with more dirt and leaves and stuff, just to, you know, just so, you know, it can go back to the earth from where it came from, dude, I don't know, but, you know, I took care of it, called my wife, said it, I said it in the voice of it's done, you know, and she got the point, it's taken care of, because your boy's Winston Wolf now, I come in, any situation, I'll handle it, dude, no problem, but I'm just waiting for the Netflix docu-series, it's like a four-part series on this, dude, because it's happened so much, I'm starting to get concerned that this will be an issue, it's like, hey, man, anytime these animals come into your yard, they're not seen again, And it'll be like um, In the quiet town of Corpus Christi, Texas Two dogs Are uh, Under investigation For missing animals And you know And it's like they got Two photos of my dogs It's like when they committed Like misdemeanor crimes Like pissing on a fire hydrant Or chasing a mailman And uh, And it's like uh, They'll give you the backstories on them And the photos of when they were puppies Right like you know I didn't really see them becoming like this They were always good good dogs You know they were always good boys <laughs> And uh You know anytime There was an opportunity to stick a head out of a window You know these dogs did that They were run the mill normal dogs Until one night June 6th 2020 Uh Oh no you know what I <laughs> That was a squirrel I, On the uh <laughs> On the night of I guess it was like March 13th, 2020... Bowie is seen hanging out with a possum... And late that night... He is put inside his house... But just himself and no sign of the possum... Not until the next morning... till the body is found... Before, Before the veterinarians can get there and do an autopsy... It suddenly disappears... Now... On the next night of June 6th, 2020 a squirrel, uh, is seen in a tree because a squirrel enthusiast a couple houses down is, uh, tracking their locations. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I love, yeah, I love squirrels. I watch them with my binoculars. Um, definitely not in people's windows though. Like, like I've been previously accused for, it's just for squirrels. I, I really love them a lot. And, uh, on this particular day, I, I I saw the squirrel go inside this, you know, their house, uh, and I never saw it go back up into the tree. They never saw the squirrel go back into the tree. Later that day, that squirrel was found across the street in the park. It's I mean, it's not really a park, more or less like an island in between two streets veterinarians on the scene confirmed the squirrel dead from natural causes of being a fucking squirrel in a dog yard. (laughs) And so then, uh, and then I guess it would go on like, uh, uh, on October 21st, a neighborhood cat that went by the name Jinxie was spotted inside the homeowner's yard, and it would occasionally go there to fuck with these dogs because fucking cats are assholes. Yeah, last time I saw Jinxie, he seemed to be um, you know in a good mood and um, says he was going out for the day in the neighborhood, and you know I put the catnip out, but when I checked later that day when I came back from my job, the catnip was still there last spotted in the homeowner's yard jinxie left behind a collar and a few key items that would sense that it was running away i don't think he was trying to run away i just i just think maybe he wanted an, a new life maybe you know it, he was so fed up with being a feral cat that you know i fed him every now and again but i just think he wanted something different well, on that fateful night of October twenty first, two thousand and twenty, neighbors could hear uh, like loud cat sounds <laughs> coming coming from the neighbors' yards. But upon further investigation, no body was ever found. And we we interviewed the owners uh, of these dogs to see if to see if uh, they knew anything about the bodies. Oh and me, nah. I don't know nothing about no bodies. My dogs are good boys. What can I say? You know, ah, uh, you know, sure they get in trouble, piss on the occasional fire hydrant, chase the occasional mailman. But hey, the dogs, right? Dogs will be dogs, huh? Sir, it's said many times that uh, you've uh, you're known as the cleaner of these dogs. What's that? The the cleaner. Meaning you clean up after every mess that they make. Ah, yeah, you know, I've been known to clean a pea spot or two. Nothing, nothing too big. What about any bodies? Nah, never any bodies. Well, what about these animals that went missing in your yard? Hey, look, animals go missing all the time, right? Uh, I don't know anything about these animals you speak of do you know that when asked about the the last missing animal the cat jinxie um your dogs gave like a menacing smile Oh well, really no i don't know nothing about that well, i'll tell you what if somebody makes another mess around there i guess i'll have to take care of it hmm You know they they say some dumb shit like that that kind of like gives them away at the end like (laughs) leaves the audience to think like did this guy fucking do that or what? But I don't know, man. Like, dude, at some point I'm I'm feeling like the guy who's over cleaning up these fucking messes. It's like it's like these dogs are looking at me and I'm like, don't look at me like that. These are your loose ends. I'm just tying them up. You know, it feels that way, dude. I don't know how many more dead fucking animals I can clean up around here. People are gonna start asking questions, bro. You know, and then oh, dude, they'll give me the name like, um, Jr. Pet Cemetery, Angiano. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't really like that name, Pet Cemetery. Mm. -mm. I wish they would have came up with a better nickname for me. I mean Pet Sematary was a good movie, don't even get me wrong, the reboot was decent, you know, but um part 2 and part 3, I mean, what were they doing? And yeah, Pet Sematary does have a nice ring to it. I mean, it's what I do, but uh, I mean, its uh it's not what I do, but um you know, but a nickname would be better for me. <laughs> and I don't know why I always go to this mob guy, but that's what I feel like do when I have to bury these fucking things, man. I'm like it's like a secret, you know. Dude, just imagine if I had to do that shit in the rain and be over with thunder coming above me, and you know for some reason I'm in regular clothes, just soaked, but I'm, I can always give a monologue right after without shivering. Like that's insane, dude. These movies need to, movies need to start doing shit in real life. Like if somebody is covered in rain, they're fucking shivering cold if they're back inside. I'm sorry, but, but I don't know, man. So, <laughs> fucking, I'm over that. Oh man, I don't want to bring up the uh, this next topic, but I guess I have to because it's so much in the zeitgeist now. But uh, I haven't checked out this this movie, Squid Game, right? I uh, I hear it's good. I hear good things, you know. But I guess it's that thing, man. I, I, me and my wife are the same way. We don't like to watch stuff when it initially comes out. If it comes out, and we kind of we want to watch it, then we'll watch it. But now that like so much of the hype is behind, you're like oh, it's such a good show! It's incredible! It's incredible! And um, dude, uh, what what it was it? they uh, the the backstory I've heard on this show is that the guy had the script since like 2012 or over 12 years. I don't know. There's a 12 in there. He had the script written. No, everybody said no. And I love these stories though. This is no like. I love when somebody's getting denied, denied denied, never, you know, never given a chance to like really show who they can be or show what they can do and um just always kind of pushed to the side. And uh so he had this script written for a while and nobody was giving him a chance. Until Netflix, as of recently, you know, bought the script, did it, I think they spent somewhat of like, oh man, I don't know, I don't have the real numbers, but let's just say they spent like $20 million on the whole series, right? Well, apparently, what Netflix brought back was that they made $900 million off of this, off of this, like, show. Now, dude, you know Disney execs. Are at the fucking round table just like, what the fuck? How did Netflix do this off of one show? They didn't even have an Avenger in there, dude. Thor wasn't even in there. They made nine hundred million dollars. We it took us out ten years to get to a billion dollars, and we we had to build a whole story. We gave Paul Rudd, we gave Paul Rudd a role as Ant Man and it took us 10 years to get a billion dollars, but these guys give you one show, 900 million dollars, Pissed, dude, but anyways, um, so it's like the hottest show on the market right now, everybody's talking about it, but I read this thing right when Bird Box came out, where I, they gave it a name, but basically like when when something new comes out into, into the, like the pop culture, the zeitgeist, whatever you want to call it, memes will literally get more eyes, more views on it because people are so like, well, what's this? Like, what's this in reference to? I know it's Squid Game, but how can like this make sense to me? I don't know. Let me go watch it so this can make sense to me. And that's how they get more eyes on it. Because I don't know if you remember, but Bird Box... <laughs> I, so we watched Bird Box, and it was, like, it was good. But I just was kind of like, ah, like, I don't quite see the... It was kind of on the heels of A Quiet Place, like A Quiet Place that came out. And then a few months later, uh, Bird Box had came out. And it was all about this, like, apocalypse-style, like, world-ending type, type thing. But In A Quiet Place, it was basically like you can't make any noise these aliens have like hypersensitive hearing as soon as they hear they'll they'll attack you in Bird Box it was uh like a more visual thing like whatever it was would show you uh, I don't even know what it would show you but it would basically make you kill yourself essentially um, so everybody was kind of like making fun of it and it wasn't that good of a movie that it came out but Because so many memes had been made about it, people just wonder, like, "Well, what the fuck is this in reference to?" I gotta go watch Bird Box so this can all make sense, or like, see. Now I don't know if that's the real reason why, but like, they believed these people who wrote this article that meme culture, uh, which is a thing now, is literally putting more eyes on stuff because they're like, "Well, I want to know what the whole joke's about," and they'll go and they'll try to find out. But, uh, so that's what I'm seeing a lot of right now too. And it's true, man. Like you see these memes and you're like, what is this? Like what? I, I don't know. And I will probably eventually watch it. I'm pretty sure it's a great, great show. Obviously like so many people are talking about it and I mean, you can't deny it after like, I mean, after two people, you're like, oh, then this must be a pretty good show. After three people, you're like, man, like I should really start watching the show. After 27 people, you're like, okay, well, yeah, it's good. But now it's kind of annoying if I watch it now because now I'm just kind of following them. and I don't want to be a follower. I want to be just a non-follower. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be such a non-follower. I'm not going to watch this movie or this show, whatever it's called. Fuck it. But uh, I just thought that was interesting, dude, that like that meme culture stuff really does work because it gets you so interested in it. And you just wonder why. Like, why is everybody flocking to this to this new thing? But uh from what I hear, it's it's really good. The the story's supposedly really good. I mean the message behind the whole thing. But um I don't know, man. I wanna I wanted to go longer on this pod, but this app kinda kept messing up on me and uh I'm gonna have to figure out why, but this might be one of the shorter pods this week. And the last thing I want to end the, the pod on is... um, Like, cults, dude. I don't understand them. Like, no, it's not that I don't understand cults. I get cults. Like, you either for one reason or another want... I wanna say like power, I'm assuming. I don't know legitimately, but what I'm what I mean is I don't understand how people fall for cults, dude. Like the I, I heard of one recently, I think the name of the cult was Love or something. But what happened was this lady claimed to be like Mary I don't know how to say the man, Magdalena or something like that from the Bible, right? And uh, claiming to be this. Now, hold on, right? Right there, I already want to be like, huh? Like, if somebody came up to me, dude, and was like, hey, join my cult. I'm one of the disciples of Christ. I'm like, but huh? Like, yeah, but you have on like Nike's. Or like New Balances, you know? Like if you look like a dad, you would see at a barbecue. And he was like, hey, yeah, you should really join my cult. I'm, uh, I'm one of the disciples of Christ. I'm like, yeah, but I know you and you're not. And you drive a Buick. So how are you the disciple of Christ or one of his uh, apostles? So, I don't know. So anyways, this lady claimed to be that and uh she convinced what is it like 40 people to follow her and to drain their bank accounts and my dog is barking cuz he's he's pissed about it convince them to drain their bank accounts and follow her right um, I haven't read too. I mean, I only know this cause I'm, I'm, I'm going to check out the, there's a podcast about it. I want to check out more about, but I heard this and I was like, how are people still falling for cults, dude? I don't understand it. Like, look, I, I I've heard the saying, if you don't believe in anything, you'll fall for something for, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. And I fucking get that now. Like I, I fully believe what I believe. Right. And nobody Beyond a reasonable doubt I don't know if I use that right Can convince me to follow them Now like uh, uh, Like they say like people who fall for culture People who are always like like Lacking something in their life right And, they, and they're looking because they don't really believe in religion And they really don't I mean as, I guess the same could say for people who are like They go to conferences To learn how to be successful Like you either are or you aren't And that's fine dude because you can work at Amazon You know or you can also fucking run a fortune 500 company. Like the difference is it was like, you either are that person to run that 500 fortune 500 company, or you're going to be the best on an Amazon floor. And the thing is people have a problem with that. And I think that's bullshit. I think like, like, I think like I've said on many podcasts before, I think like all jobs are important and everybody plays a role in this, like, you know, in civilization, like jobs are created and people need to fill those jobs, and it doesn't matter if it's working at on Amazon. It's you're important in that sense, and you just need to take importance like in that. Um, you need to realize the importance of your job. Now I get it. it's like a daily grind. You're like I don't, I don't feel happy here. I don't want to do. This. Okay, fine. And if that's the case, then go find your happiness. Easier said than done. I know. Because, you know, me, myself, too, like, there's a lot of things I want to be doing. But I, I, I've now found recently, like, I can only really do by myself. And um, one of those things being music, like, I want to make music. Well, I can't find a lot of people with a similar interest in the music I want to make. Um, so I'm going to have to do it by myself, man. But technology now has granted me that that wish. Like, I can literally be my a one, one-man band and put on music that I want to make and um and it's nothing for like it dude everything i want to do is all for just creative outlet that's it like i don't want to you know make music for anything other than like i need to get it out like i i i uh, i see and hear stuff that i would like to hear and see and i just want to put that out same with this podcast like there's shit i want to hear and you talked about and maybe there are because there's over a million podcasts by now like i think over two million And uh, But I'm not going to go searching for it, so I'm going to do it myself, you know what I mean? And to bring it back to the whole thing of cults, it's like these people are missing something in their life, right? And they they need to fill a void, and instead of, like, I don't know, being good at, like, horseshoe or something, they go join cults, right? Like, don't join a cult. Just get better at fixing cars or whatever it is, you know? Or take up a hobby, dude. Because... It, i can't believe it like okay who was a uh, jim jones right he was the most famous cult leader uh had people follow him I, I don't know all the info anyways people drank the kool-aid and they fucking died and i saw the footage from that shit and it looked crazy dude because everybody shit and pissed their pants and it's true what they say when you die you know because obviously there's nothing holding your shit and piss back anymore so you, you do it and it's like fuck what a what a way and it was so fucked up man because it's like I, I like I just couldn't believe as of recently somebody even that nexium cult, I know that was pretty recent it's like what what are you doing like just go go do something dude, instead of like following a cult, you know it just baffles me how some people can fall for that shit I think like I don't know i like there was okay. Dude, I was young. I was like 18 or 19. Right. I was going to this church and I was really into like God and and the Bible. And I was, you know, really putting all my eggs in that basket, which is fine. I mean, I was young. I, you know. And I had I had followed these people into a church. Right. It's not it's not going to take a south turn into like a cult. It's not. But I'm just saying it was a small church. There were great people, the pastor and his wife and his kids. It was a very small thing. There was like, when we showed up, there was like nine people total. And then when we showed up, it was like 11 people total. So we're going to this church. I'm thinking, you know, I've been to traditional churches, so it's going to be the same thing, same thing. Well, it was just a little bit more personal. I mean, obviously, with the amount of people there, like, and little by little, this this pastor would talk about money, you know, tithing. Tithing our ten percent or fifteen percent. And I don't know. I think sometimes he would even like, oh you know, due to inflation around the Bible, <laughs> you should be you should be tithing this much percentage. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you, dude. I was so young. It was so long ago that, you know, some of my some of this might be sensationalized, but you know, that's what we're here for, dude. We don't we don't listen to boring shit. We sensationalize stuff. And so I remember um dude, there'd be times in the church at the end of the church when it came to tithing dude he would bring up that that he knows that we're not tithing the right percentage right like if he knew how much we were all making personally then he knew the percentages of that and it it rubbed me the wrong way and I eventually ended up leaving that church and stuff but before I did we would go over to their house I know it was chill trust me but one time in particular, they they invited us to their house, and there was uh there's two people from the church there, and then there was, uh, like new members, right? And there were this couple where the guy was 23 and weird, like when I say weird, I mean like you ever meet like a tw- is like 23, 24? But he seems like he's still in high school, like. And yes, you've met those people, but I'm talking about like, he's a freshman who's like in the trains and stuff like, you know, like that's who he was, but he was dating or I think engaged to like a 48 year old and she looked like she had had kids, a life and everything. She just seemed it. The relationship was so weird to me because she was like two steps away from being a grandmother. And this dude had just left a Magic: The Gathering convention, you know what I mean? And so they were there, and they were they had brochures, and it was uh, me and a couple of friends from the church and all that stuff. And they were they were they were there to give us a presentation about a company called Ignite. I don't know if you've ever heard of this company. If you can, maybe they're still around. I saw like. A sticker on the back of an SUV a couple couple years back well what it was was it was an energy company right it was an energy company now if you're familiar with energy companies it's like you know your TXU I mean these are the ones I know basically people who provide you with light electricity and so there were I was sitting there with everybody else in the church like the younger people in the church under fucking 20 for sure we weren't even 20 yet and uh they were talking to us about this company. It was like, well, this is how it works. Um, me, uh, they they say so-and-so and me are signed up and we need two people each to sign up. So-and-so has the pastor and his wife signed up. Okay. And now they're like, I just need two, two people to sign up and we're hoping, you know, one of you, you know, two of you could sign up with me. And I'm like... Yeah, but I don't need – like, they they pitched us this idea because we would get – we would be under – they're all talk to your parents about switching. I'm like, oh, yeah, you got the wrong people. Like, I don't even know. (laughs) I'm 19 and I just graduated. I don't even know how electricity works and I just left high school. Like, you know what I mean? They didn't teach us everything. So you want me to go convince my parents – to switch providers of electricity, why? And you know, they give us all this information. Um, and I was like, no, <laughs> like I'm not gonna do it. They're like, no, 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 but it's, it's real cool. Like, look, if we sign you up, then you just need two people and then you'll start getting money. I'm like, yeah, but I got a job right now. They're like, yeah, but this could be extra money on the side, you know. Just throwing all their pitches at me, dude. I'm like, yeah, no. And they even said at one point, look, I I could see you're skeptical. I could see this look on your face. I'm like, yeah, because this doesn't sound right. Like, why would I pay you and then find two people to pay me, but then you get that share too? I was like, so the two people that work for me, they pay me, then I pay you, and then you pay somebody else? Now, mind you, I'm 19. I don't know what a pyramid scheme is yet. I go back to my uh, to my parents and I tell them, like, hey, like, these people at the church, they told us, like, there's this new company makes them so, what do you think? I, I give them a 15-second pitch of it. They're all, oh, it's a pyramid scheme. I said, do tell. What is that? And they're like, well, it starts off as, like, the person at the top, essentially, who started this company gets two people to then, uh, you know, find more people to sell their product, to sell their product and it trickles down. Essentially the guy at the top gets all the money and you guys only get percentages of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, okay. it sound, it's, it sounds like bullshit. And the thing is pyramid schemes are illegal, right? But these, and they're around now, which is multi-level marketing things, that's how they get away with it because it's like they're, you're, you're given an actual product to sell and it's up to you to make your money. It's all bullshit, but at this time it was like it was electricity. I'm like, dude, I'm 19. I'm barely I'm at I'm at a H-E-B groceries. I'm barely I'm just trying to make it there. You want me to sell electricity to adults? I don't got that in me, bro, and I knew that then. And probably even now, like I don't want to sell electricity. You ever go to your like, and somebody stops you and asks you like, who's your energy provider? I'm like, ah, don't even want to deal with that shit. I my power's on right now. That's all I know. I'm good, you know. So, uh, so that wasn't like a culty example, but I'm just telling you, like, I, what I'm trying to tell you is like, I didn't want to fall for that shit early, like, because I had a bad feeling about that. And I don't know if, like, dude, you can, ne- you won't find me in a cult. I don't care. You can timestamp this shit, put it on anywhere you want. I will never fall for a cult because because why, dude? Like, why am I going to follow one person in real life who, like, takes a shit? You know what I mean? Like, this guy, like, if somebody would come up to me, like, dude, follow my cult. We're doing great things. We're going to send you to the path. It's the right way. I was like, yeah, but do you ever eat food and then like, like, have you ever shit your pants because you've eaten bad food and you never made it to the toilet? And if he answers yes, I'm not going to follow you because you're a person and you fuck up. Like everybody on this planet right now, I will not follow cult wise. Can't do it. Won't do it. I don't follow anybody like as a human period, you know, like won't do it because that guy shits himself or he shit himself at one point, you know, from eating food that didn't agree with his stomach, you know, he's like, you he can't make me do it is all I'm saying. Like I, I, I can see through that shit and, but I don't understand how people follow other people who shit themselves or who take big dumps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, like, <laughs> like it's at some point, at some time in their life, these people have taken massive shits and they want to control people like no dude you can't make me do it i won't do it (laughs) like come on man i've taken a huge like huge dumps dude and i know for a fact i can't tell people to follow me it'd be nice because i'd be like hey go like mow my lawn you know go wash the dishes like simple shit And and they'd be like well, what's the path to acceptance i'm like what oh yeah 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 tomorrow we'll talk about the tomorrow like hey go get our groceries and you pay for them you know but I just don't understand like how how that shit's still happening like out of out of all the things you're not out of all the cults that you've heard of and you're just like oh my god it's horrible and then you, you find yourself in a meeting that ends up being you should look around and be like this is if you have to say like this kind of feels like a cult it is and fucking go dude you know, leave, run, Scooby-Doo, and and the gang yourself out of there. How their le- their bodies are still, but their legs are spinning in rotation when you leave papers behind you. Do that because it's most likely a cult. So, <laughs> so don't follow cults, dude. All right, follow this podcast, and this podcast is not a cult. You know, we're just. I'm just. I'm just letting you know the road to enlightenment. And if you'd love to follow me through that, it will just cost your whole bank account. And uh, doing favors for me, that's it. So follow me into the into the path of enlightenment. Anyways, dude, I'm gonna wrap up this pod. It was it was a it felt good to to do this one. It feels good to do all of them. I I, I look forward to always doing this podcast and uh, ending it like we always end it, dude. If there's something you got. Uh, like a hobby or like something you've been meaning to do, just go ahead and do it, man. Like, uh, I know it's I say I say that, but it's super vague. But, um, you know, if you wanted to play an instrument, if you wanted to get into painting, if you wanted to, I don't know, get into exercise, whatever it is, man, just make that jump. Like, um, like I I joke about shit because it's like life is starting to become a little satirical, to be honest. But it's it's good to joke, but honestly, at the end of the day, like if you have something you've been wanting to do in a positive way, man, take that first step is all I'm saying, and uh yeah, so we'll see you next week, man. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate you guys, the ones who do uh listen uh and if you do like this pod, it's the first time i'm gonna say it, but I'll say it um wherever you're listening to this, you know if you can like it subscribe, follow, you know, do all the stuff you need to do um, to grow this pod. I would, I would really appreciate it. If you like it, tell a friend. Uh, yeah, man, anything helps. Oh, leave a, what is it called? Leave a review? Yes, I'm saying these words now. Leave a review. All right, well, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks.